Hello and welcome to another episode of the House Life Podcast, where I talk about myself. Yeah, just myself. So in this episode, I'm mainly going to talk about the title of this episode. So this is one of the few times that I actually came out of the title before I record the episode, because obviously that is what I'm going to talk about, because that's the whole, um, the most recent thing that's happened, right? So, I mean, I'll just dive straight into it. Um, I will continue from when we last stopped in the previous episode, um, which I didn't get to cover, like the last few lessons of the circuit before I actually went for the test. So, my last few lessons were on... So, so my practical test is okay, today, but now, now it's Friday, right? And my last three lessons were Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then there is kind of like a, a sort of a lesson, like at a warm-up lesson uh, at 10. Uh, and my practical test is at 11.45. So on, on the actual day itself. So the, the total of four lessons uh, before I actually go into the test uh, this week. So I'll just talk about those last, last few lessons first before I talk about the actual day's lesson. So the last few lessons, I mean... By the time I finish my second circuit lesson, right, uh, I was already quite, like, I guess, comfortable. Like, I, I know what to do already. I know what to look out for already. I just need to recap a bit, right? Um, then the, the, the last three lessons before the actual day is, like, the third, fourth, and fifth lesson. So the third, fourth, and fifth lesson, like, is really just for me to practice and, and get used to everything. So the third lesson, right, I mean, cause cause, my previous lesson was like the previous Friday, so I think, uh, I kind of lost a bit of like touch like, of like how fast I was supposed to go. So I kind of actually went a bit too fast on some of the course, some of the stations, uh. and yeah, like, it's, it's not like <laughs> I didn't like speed or whatever, but I just missed some of the turning points. But I it was just very close, lah. I think that that is, uh. Something that I learned, that's from the third lesson. And the fourth lesson is actually pretty okay. Like, everything was, like, pretty smooth. Again, it's just recap, practice. Then the last lesson, uh, like, minor mistakes here and there, but everything else was pretty good. And, yeah. So, like, building up towards the actual test itself, everything was pretty good, right? Everything looks okay. My technique was okay, right? And I was able to memorize all of the turning points. I was able to memorize the different circuit positions and what to do. And everything like looked like it was going to just be successful, right? But obviously, we know the outcome. Lah. So that's the third, fourth, and fifth lesson. Then now, uh, we move to the actual day, right? So today, Friday, is the actual day, 25th of February. My test was at 11.45 a.m., so my instructor scheduled like a lesson from 10 all the way to then uh, to you know, prepare for me to warm up and make sure that I remember everything. Um, so because the test was at 10, right, I actually wanted to wake up earlier to prepare everything so that I'm in a mental state that I'm ready, uh, I'm ready and I'm not like super anxious or nervous that I cannot uh, drive properly because of that, right? 
I want to make sure that I have a good state of mind before I went into the test. So I woke up a bit earlier. I woke up at 8. And because it was so cold, in the shower, I kept sneezing. Right? I kept sneezing and sneezing. Then I start to feel like my shoulders tensing up. Because when you sneeze, like obviously your whole body tenses up. Lah. And I was scared that when I sneeze the next time, I'm going to lock my neck. Because that's the worst thing that can happen to me right now, lah, right? Like, I'm not able to move my neck because, like, got some neck cramp, lah, or locked neck, right? And I don't want that to happen, lah, obviously. So I really, right, hold in everything. I hold in everything. And as I went to to put my stuff down, I don't know, I suddenly, like, tightened up. Like, I think there was, like, a gust of wind or something and my whole body tightened up. And my neck was locked. And like like it, it's not like I cannot move it. Like I cannot like turn my head around physically. I can. But it hurts a little. But the problem is at at the at the initial part, right? I couldn't look up. Right? It will hurt a lot. I couldn't look down a lot as well. And I had to like because this this was like still early early on lah. And I had time to, you know, just try and massage my neck a bit to try and loosen it and try and, you know, just, just find a solution for this, right? Um, but it, it didn't really help, I guess. Like, maybe it became a little bit looser. I was able to move a bit more, but it was still painful when I moved. But I, I, I wasn't going to let this stop my practical test, right? I, I've already worked so hard up to this point already and then suddenly this kind of problem come i mean i'm just gonna deal with it right i'm gonna go through the pain and i'm just gonna do the test right so i just went on you know i I try and massage along the way to my last lesson on the actual day and yeah then it was 10 so so during the last lesson i basically just did like uh, an hour of circuit again and then I left circuit to practice driving on the roads, right? Cause, cause the last few lessons I've just keep practicing on circuit, 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 and maybe the last ten minutes or so, or five, five to eight minute, I'll do like the roads, right? Going back to uh, where I stopped lah. And I, I, I knew like I think the my instructor just wanted to make sure that I remember all of the stuff that I need to know for driving on roads. Right, the stuff that you take now off, when to go to the, the other lane, when to, you know, uh, what to do when you want to change lane just to remember everything, U-turn, right? Because I think I was so used to the, the, the circuit, right? Where you have to like, really go fast, 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 turn your wheel fast, right? Because there's a lot of like very sharp turns, which I will talk about later. Um, and so when I did my U-turn again in real roads, I went fast, fast, fast again, but you're not supposed to lah. Because that might... Make you too close to the curb, right? Too sharp turn is not good. So that's something that uh, I realized and I managed to correct. So yeah, then the last is after that, like, um, no, maybe around 30 minutes before, he just gave me instructions, right? So um, later on, I will go through here. This is the starting point. This is the end point, right? And you make sure that when you come in here at the end, 
there's no pedestrian, right? Make sure that you don't uh hit any cars, right? Because there are some cars like parked over there. So so these kind of like instructions that he give me first, huh? To make sure that uh, I know. And yeah, then after that, so so I'll just talk about maybe what other components of the driving test first. Because I think that's very important to set some context, right? So in a driving test, you will have the first portion, which is the circuit portion. So the circuit portion, there are a few stations, uh, right? You have your slope, which obviously is just you go up a slope and then go down a slope, right? And make sure that you you control your brake. And then you have your crank course, which is a 90 degree course. S course, which is literally an S. And you have a directional change where you go in straight, do a reverse parking, and then you go out the other direction. Then you have your reaction response, which is basically that, but you have to go up a ramp and then like make sure that you, you stop the car once you go up the ramp, reverse to reverse parking, then go reverse onto the ramp, then stop and then go forward again. So it's very similar. Then you also have obviously your reverse parking and your parallel parking. And yeah, I think that should be about it. So there, there are a few... Those are the few stations uh, in the circuit itself. Then after that, you have your actual test on the road, right? Oh yeah, sorry. One more component of the circuit is e-brake. So when the instructor slams on the dashboard, you have to immediately press your brake hard, right? Because you need to stop within a stipulated amount of time. So that one is that. That's the circuit done. So after that, you will go out onto the actual roads. And you will just drive for around like 10-15 minutes. You will look at your left turn. Make sure that you check for pedestrians. You do your right turn. Uh, check for everything. Lah. Then do your U-turn as well. You probably test that. And just normal road safety. Lah. And I think that that's like... So so from what I read online, people say... Lah, like Once you exit the circuit, right? 70% of your test is done. Because the rest of the 30%, right? It's just driving on the road based on like, you know, your normal driving. Lah. So that's nothing to be worried about. The main thing is the circuit. So once you pass the circuit, you are very close to being done already. Right. So that is the whole component, the different components of the driving test. Right. So I'm not going to talk about the marking scheme sort of, like how they actually mark um the test itself, right? How do they determine whether you pass or you fail? So there's this demerit points system. So in in each station in the circuit, right, for example, or in the roads, you will have certain demerit points for certain errors that you make. Okay, so for example, right, you have your crank course, right? There is uh, striking a curb. So if you hit a curb, or you don't mount the curb, it's 10 demerit points, right? If you mount a curb, immediate failure for your S course, your crank course, your directional change, right? For parking as well, right? Strap curb, 10 demerit points, mount curb, immediate failure. Okay, then um, there are some other like miscellaneous ones that are smaller in weightage, right? For example, if you go through the S course, and then you have to reverse, then 
your first so the first there'll be three boxes lah right okay I mean I think I'll share a clip onto IG there'll be th- three boxes right and the first box will be a slash which means that you can do this once in S course and you can do this once in crank course so if there's a slash above the box and it's ticked there's no demerit points awarded but if it's a normal box with no slash over it and it's ticked, then you'll get the demerit points. So that's two demerit points. Then if you fail to confirm safety, that is four demerit points. Right? For all the different the crank course, the S course, and the directional change. Okay, then Um Yeah la. So so there are these like very small errors. There are two demerit points, four demerit points, six demerit points, right? That uh well total up So to determine whether you pass or fail, right? If you get lesser than eighteen demerit point, okay. In the in the test instructions, right? When the tester gives you instructions, he will say twenty demerit points. But I think if I'm not wrong, you'll get a default two demerit point, something like that. Like right. oh okay okay so eighteen demerit point you need to get eighteen or below in order for you to exit the circuit and do the road. If you get 20, then you will just not be able to exit the circuit at all. Or if you get an immediate failure, you won't be able to exit the circuit, and then you just stop the test, right? So, yeah, so if you your demerit points add up to 18, you can exit circuit. If your demerit points add up to 20, you cannot exit circuit, you will stop the test immediately. There will still be a failure already. Right, I think for yeah, so so basically, basically that that's about it lah. Right, you will have to make sure that you complete all of the different stations without making too many too many errors, too many mistakes. Right, so that's how they actually assess you. Right, I have the assessment checklist that they give after the end of the test, and yeah. Uh, I'll give you the full experience, okay, driving in the circuit. So, um, if you look at, uh, I mean, you cannot look at lah, but I mean, you can just quickly go and Google CDC circuit map, right? There are some that are not like super duper um clear, cause uh, it's like very old lah, but uh, there's no official circuit map that you can find. Or it's like janky from two thousand eight one. But that will do, right? Because I don't think they, they make too much changes, right? So if you see, um, let's see over here. In 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 some of the maps, right? They do not indicate whether it is a directional change or reaction response when you go up the ramp, right? But um, if you see, okay. So if you see number fourteen. If I'm not wrong, number 14 is directional change, number 15, right? At the bottom left of the, of the map, right? Number 14, number 15, that's directional change. Number 13 is reaction response, if I'm not wrong, right? So usually the test, right, you will start at the bottom right, right? So you start at the bottom right at a parked area, then you turn left and enter the circuit and then the, ins- the tester will give you instruction to go to the different stations 
right? So my my whole I'll, I'll just give you my my the the different stations I did lah next uh, in in order, right? So I started off. So I enter, 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 filter to the right lane. I started doing uh station twelve first, which is slope, right? So since I'm the right on the turning right, right, I'll keep right. Then I got the slope signal left, and then I go down the slope on the left side. So that is my route lah. So go down the slope, stop. And there's a stop line there, right? Stop. Signal left, right? Check for safety. Then you turn left. Then after it say make another left. So I stop here. So um, this is where the mistake happened. But I'm not going to go too deep into it first. I'll describe like the whole mistake and what went wrong later on. But basically, once I turn left, then I'll turn left again, right? Into the 13, 14, 15. Okay? So again, when I say right, I think like, 15 and 14, directional change. 13 is your reaction response. Right? Go up the ramp, make sure you stop in time, right? So I first did, if I'm not wrong, station number 14. So do the directional change first. And then after that, I did number 13, which is the reaction response. So after I complete the uh, station 13, right, the reaction response, I turn left. Then I go all the way straight and go into the parallel parking station. Right, number 41, number 42. I think it was number 42. Right, so I did the parallel parking. Then after that, I go and turn left. Then I turn right. And I turn right again at junction 3. And then I did the reverse parking at number 23. Right, first part at number 23 already. Then I go into the S course at 21. Then I turn left, go straight. Then I go into the crank course at number 26. Right, crank course number 26 already get out. I will turn right. And then I will turn right again to exit. So after I exit, right, I mean on the normal stretch of road, right, I will do an e-brake. So emergency brake, he will like slam the dashboard and I will hold down the brake and check for safety and move off. Okay, so that is what I did for the circuit portion, right? So normally, normally, once you complete this part, right? Once you complete this part, once you do the e-brake finish ready, you have completed all the stations. Okay, so I will... Go on this stretch of road, right? He will say exit at number 8, which is the exit in front of me, right over here. Or exit at number 2, which is the one where after you turn right. So that is near like where uh, I started. Lah. So that is that. Um, Yeah, then after you go onto the real roads, finish already, you'll enter from gate. Gate 2, if I'm not wrong, gate 2. And then you go and park in the yellow area. Outside the administration office. Right, so that is the whole circuit itself. Okay, so... And then that's the whole test itself. Lah. But I only completed up till the circuit part. Okay, so... I will explain to you what I got. Right, so... Throughout this whole circuit, right... I only managed to rack up two demerit points, right? Remember I said just now, 
you need 18 in order to exit the circuit and do like normal driving on the road right and then you need 20 like if you pass 20 you fail i think i don't know why but i'm pretty sure 18 is like the maximum that you can hit in order for you to pass but they say 20 i'm honestly not too sure on this but just just don't get above 18 lah like just just don't get above 18 law then um yeah um so i got two demerit points but i actually made three mistakes right so the two demerit points come from the the parallel parking right where i actually turn my steering wheel while i'm stationary right because i mean that's that's like sometimes it's just unavoidable lah because uh, I don't want to miss a turning point, right? And I go too wide or like I, I go too close to the curb, right? I don't want to miss the turning points. So I decided to just uh, re- like, like turn my steering wheel while I'm not moving and then take the two points hit, right? That's a very normal tactic. Lah. Then the other two mistakes, there are no demerit points. So remember just now when I say, right, when they have a box, there's a slash on it you can make one mistake, right? So I made one mistake, which is delay in moving off because I think I was waiting for a car that's already inside the directional directional change. But, I mean, it's already safe la, for me to go in, but I just never go in, so that's a delay in moving off. So he marked me down for that, but there was no demerit point because there's a box with a slash. Then the last mistake, which is the fatal mistake that led to something else, okay? So that's improper turning at the junction and it's the white turn. Again, there's a slash, which means I can make one mistake like that. But, but, at the last page, right, there is on number 68, well, one way from being nice, that states are improper action causing accident slash near accident. And that is an immediate failure. Right. So if you look at the improper action, right? For example, improper turning or uh incorrect technique or something like that. Right. So anything that is bad lah basically, this improper action that causes an accident or could have caused an accident or near accident, right? Then you'll have an immediate failure. Okay, so that is where my mistake comes in. Okay, so the last mistake, improper turning, the white turn. So I am at junction number two now, right? I'm turning left after the slope. I'm turning left and then I turn left again into station 14 and station 13, right? So at that left junction, right? So I'll describe the whole scenario to you and how it all happened, okay? So... In the in the long stretch of road, it is basically full, right? The opposite lane is full. Everyone is going straight, 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 straight. And everyone in the lane that I'm turning to is also full because everyone start off the test in the same area and many people just, a lot of the testers just crowd in this one area, right? They crowd in this area, going to the slope, and the directional and uh, reaction response. So there are a lot of cars there and 
these are cars that are going through the practical test and also cars that are still doing their maybe their warm-up, right? Their warm-up session doing their before their own practical test, right? They're just doing warm-up. So the, you have to understand that there's a lot of cars in the circuit now and there's a lot of people crowded in this one area at the bottom left, okay? So when, like, like, because there was this traffic jam, right, in the lane I'm turning to, because everyone was trying to go into the directional train generation response, right? And the people, like, who, so there was this one car who was still in that lane but further behind, right? And they see that I'm on a test, and there are people in front that on a, that's on a test. So the instructor asked the, the student to stop and wait for us to pass first so that no we don't like like they want to give way la, give way to, to us right so he stopped in the middle of the junction right kind of blocking the the road to turn right right so basically uh, he's just waiting for for us to pass the people who are doing the test to pass first so that is one stress factor that I think resulted in that, right? The next stress factor factor is obviously the so many people are there, right? Right. So with those two factors coupled, right? When it was my time to turn left, right? Because I had to. This this is a very dangerous bend, because you have to do a sharp turn, right? A sharp turn meaning like a close to ninety degree turn. Right, like the crank course, similar to the crank course, where you have to turn your wheel all the way, and you have to go very slowly, right? But because again, there is one car that is in front of me waiting for me to go, blocking traffic, and there's so many cars in the opposite lane, right? So I went faster than I was supposed to. So when I go faster, 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 I missed the turning point, right? And then it became a wide turn. So when it became a wide turn, I went into a little bit into the opposite lane. Right, again, as I said, the opposite lane is already full, right? There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people waiting as well. So he said, he pressed on the brakes, right? And he said, very close, huh? Right? And then he, he really went forward and checked. And he honed, asking that car to move away just in case I hit it. Okay. And then after that, he asked me to continue. After that, car moved away. And then I did the 14 and 13. Okay. So that is what happened. So as I mentioned just now, right, in the, the, the actual checklist, improper turning, that white turn, that didn't cause me the failure, right? In, in demerit points, right? It's not because I had a demerit point in the white turn. That's how I failed. No. Is because this white turn resulted in me almost hitting the car in the opposite lane because I never control my speed. Okay, so that is basically the gist of it, right? I was, I wanted to go faster because there's a car blocking traffic waiting for me, and I ended up missing the turning point by a bit and going a little bit too fast and made a white turn that almost turned into the opposite lane, and that resulted in a near accident. Right, that's why the check on improper 
action resulting in accident slash near accident, that immediate failure, that's checked. And that's how I failed. That's basically it. So, what have I learned from this, right? Through this whole thing, what have I learned from this? I mean, obviously, drive slower, uh, especially in the circuit. Because the thing is, I did everything almost perfectly, right? To that to the extent or to that level that I want it to be, right? I did everything almost perfectly. And I only got two demerit points in the whole of the circuit, right? Usually, the average or the more acceptable is like 10, 12. Then on the actual road, maybe you make like two or four and then you just nice pass, right? Or you make eight in the circuit, they make another like four or six in the actual road then you still pass, right? But I got two only, eh. Two only, eh. Means, right, even if I hit a curb, right, and I get 10 demerit point, I still have ample amount of, you know, leeway to complete the whole practical test and pass it on the outside road, right? So, I realized that this is not a problem with my technique. It's a problem with how I deal with these stressful situations, especially like when there's a traffic jam, right? Because I need to memorize places that I need to slow down specifically because it is a sharp turn. For example, this place, right? I really, really need to slow down and make sure that, you know, I don't go into the wrong to, to, to hit another car in another lane. Ah. So it's a very stressful situation. Right, it's a really very stressful situation for me to actually right, have that pressure of going fast enough so that I don't block more cars and also going slow enough to reach the turning point. Right? So from this I learned right, just don't care so much about like delaying other people. Right? This is my practical test. This is my driving test. I need to Past this and I need to use the full amount of time that I'm given and the full amount of like you know I guess I guess just just don't stress out and don't panic myself just because someone else is blocking the way for me right like they are giving me the right of way lah because I'm doing the test and I shouldn't have panicked and tried to go fast because of that Right, and of course, I obviously need to make sure that, you know, I remember all of the spots lah that is important to make sure that I don't repeat this mistake in the next try. But yeah, I mean that's what I learned lah. You know, I I've really been looking forward to getting the lessons. Right, I have been researching a lot on you know what I would want to do after I get my license after I pass my test, rent a car, plan road trips, plan like outings with my friends, plan on driving them somewhere, right? And then this kind of thing happened, right? So, again, be a little bit more selfish, especially in terms of the circuit, right? Make sure that I remember all the points that are very important and I will try again and I'll pray to God that I pass. Okay. 
I really, really hope that I pass the next time. Because if I don't, right, I really don't know what I'm going to do. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've been wanting to drive uh, for a very long time already, right? Um, I've been wanting to drive since like, I was young. And, you know, this opportunity is really important for me. And that's why like, I really want to make sure that I don't, I don't screw it up. And make sure that I do what needs to be done. And just get it over and done with and I can start driving. Because I know I, I know it's not my technique that's a problem. Uh, and that's something that I'm I can proud to say. Right? It's just careless mistakes because of conditions. Right. It's still a mistake. Right. I'm not blaming the tester for like stopping me when maybe I wouldn't have hit. But again it's a near accident already. So yeah, that's that. Um that's basically it lah for this episode. Uh, my next try for the next practical test is 29th of March at 11.45am. It's already booked. It's so far away. But um, my instructor said that I just need one more circuit lesson right, just to refresh my memory before the actual day. And then, yeah, I'll be able to just go for it again. It's expensive, by the way. It's like very expensive. And yeah, it's... Not the best, not the best. But yeah, that's that's it. Um, thank you so much for coming. This is a very sad thing to experience, lah. But I mean, I'm 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 glad that I was able to learn something from it. And yeah, that's it, lah. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye bye.